there. I'm Leanna Hinkle with the Hinkle Homestead. And I'm Lindsay Weiniger with the Weiniger Farms. And we are your hosts on We Chose the Farm. Ah, uh, it's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes, you nailed it. It's episode 32, and you are joining us now for the current events of this. Actually, I'm really excited because we're... I feel like this is going to be a good wrap-up of yeah. all of this information that's been going on. Yes, and we have questions today. Chicken we questions. We do. We do. So, let's start first with the questions. You, uh, I think, got a message got a from someone. Or you got lots of questions. Yeah, I got let's a lot. This. And it was good. I... They were really good questions, and they were for or from someone who is just getting started. Awesome. And this, so I thought, you know, starting something new is kind of scary. And right. You really got to, like, make sure that you know all your things. So I feel like even though I'm like, oh, these are so simple. Like, I could see how these would be scary Ooh. for um, for people. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, because I've already answered the questions to okay. this person, uh-huh. but I'm going to ask you the questions, and you tell me your answer. Yes. Okay. Can you keep food and water out of the coop and leave it in the run only? Uh, it depends on your run, I guess. Sure. Um, as long as, I mean, I guess as long as they have access to it at some, like, during the day. Yeah. I would say, yeah, sure. I don't care. We, that's what we do. We only have our food and water out of the coop. Because the coop is technically where they roost or where they lay, so they don't really want it to be messy, and they also don't want other chickens in there with them. And people, some people that have had their food inside their coop complain that it could potentially attract rodents. Oh, sure. Yeah. So... I mean, we've done both. We started out when we only had, like, 16 chickens. We had our food inside, but mm-hmm. I didn't want the water in the coop for the extra moisture sure, and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, now we only keep our food and water outside, and they go through the food every day of, like, right. what they can eat. So Makes we sense. don't really have food sitting out overnight anymore. And I don't uh, – all of our food and water is out of the elements. So, like, yeah. nothing is – like, if you have a run that is open on – all sides. Yeah. I would avoid putting your food out there because of rain and things. Well, and that's, and I just said, we have ours outside and sometimes when it rains, they don't come outside. So I'm either like, well, you find that, you know, 10 minute break in the day where it's not raining and then they all flood outside like, okay, where's it at? You know, and we pour the water out and, or it's like food soup. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, Sure. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, you can do whatever works best for you, which is, I think, the fun thing. Okay. Yep. Um, does the... I've seen a lot of questions about this this season. Does the radiant heater plate warm the whole brooder or just underneath? Just underneath. It does warm just underneath. And it that, doesn't do extra. And with... um, We talked about this in this series about Tractor Supplies Tower of Death. Mm-hmm. And they are using a brooder plate so it doesn't get the surrounding air... Right. Warm. So for day old chicks and for ones that have just come in the mail, they need intense heat. If you're going to use one of those radiant heat things, you need to have it where it comes, the heat comes from the top, not from underneath of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, just all around. They, I don't think they. I mean, they would be fine for your grow out chickens, but sure. I think for yeah. small little babies, you need. Yeah. Sometimes heat. people are thinking to put like a hog mat. They have like hog mats that are you uh like a breed not a breed uh mom that's getting ready to have babies. It's a heated rubber mat, and so oh. I've heard that some people try to put those in their chicken coops to keep give them warmth. Well, sure. You have to think. They have, you know, six inches of leg under there. Yeah. So unless they're laying on the mat to get warm, but any yeah. any times if they're sitting down, they're going to be roosting up, and so they're probably not down on the ground. I'm, personally, I just don't love the heater plates. Yeah. Sure. And I don't know if it's just because I'm traditional in the sense of the three years that we've been in this. <laughs> <laughs> But I like heat. I like heat lamps. They're predictable. You can see how they are doing if they're too cold, if they're too hot. And I think the brooder plates just don't really, right, visually see it good. Okay, moving on. Uh, what air temp should my garage be if I want to keep them in there with a heat source for a brooder? It doesn't matter because the heat source is your heat source. Yep. Um, your temperature of your garage is going to be nice and toasty. Yeah. Um, like it's probably gonna if you're like. So this winter, I had uh, a heat lab, a heat lamp in our garage for my dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> and with the heat lamp, my garage stayed between forty and fifty degrees. Yeah. So, um, and that was a what is it? The two, two twenty, two fifty. What's the the two fifty? Yeah. watts. Yeah. And so I think you're, you don't need to worry about your garage temp because your light will do all the work it needs to do. Exactly. We uh, not this past winter, but the winter before, we hatched out throughout the winter. Sure. To get chicks, you know, a little bit ready to go for the uh, season. Anyways, we had week old chicks out in the barn that has wind still blowing underneath it. It's not sealed up yet. Right. And we had heat lamps on them, and it got so cold that even their waters in there froze, and they were still okay. I think if if you notice that they're huddling under the light, yeah, uh, that is when I would you know find a piece of cardboard or find something to cover up the open area, block the drafts type to block, of thing. Yeah, to yeah, block their drafts. The but I think with the bulb you're fine. Okay. Um, at this is really cute. I don't even know if you have to put this on there. <laughs> At what age or temp can they have supervised outside play, and when can I introduce treats? And I <laughs> supervised outside play. I it's okay. The first time I swear, the first time you take your chickens out, and remember we had a barn that burned down, so like we had no coop. It's all this wide eye space. I swear, I knew that there was just going to be a hawk that was just like, and like <laughs> <laughs> right before my eyes, a pure devastation. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I don't, I'm not, I'm totally fine with outdoor playing time. Like as long as it's not too cold and as long as they're not out there too long. I mean, yeah. we bring our chicks out into the grass to get them used to the grass to play with every once in a while. And as long as they, you know, get back under the heat, I'm probably doing that at about five or six weeks. Yeah. And at that point they're fully feathered and depending on the outside temps, they yeah. can be outside anyways. Um, you can tell by their body language too if yeah. they're like lethargic, not really like lethargic, but if they're slow mm-hmm. and kind of huddled and they, you know, dip their neck in and kind of puff up. They're too cold. They don't want to be outside. Yeah. You know, if they're running around all like beep, 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 like they're ready. They're fine. Yeah. Generally, if I, my rule of thumb is if they're past like 
six to eight weeks and it's over 70 degrees during the day, you're probably at a safe spot where you really don't need much of a heat lamp anymore anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of the rule of thumb for us. As far as treats, we don't suggest treats until after they start laying. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So I usually don't have a problem with, and that's because of what, the grit, you think, or why? Um, why. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to think. <laughs> so I think, um, so I would say my answer was if you're going to do treats to wait until they're outside. Mm-hmm. And only because of the grit. And the grit's kind of like the little stones. I mean, it, you you know. But yeah. But like sure. for everybody that doesn't. It's yeah. like little tiny stones that they naturally pick up when they're pecking random things. They sit at the bottom of their crop. And when the food comes in, they grind it all up so they can pass it. Right. But, I mean, if you have baby chicks that are in a brooder that don't really have anything to like pebbles or rocks or anything to pick up. Right. That you can have blockages. It's not like a thing that I think you hear very often, but right. I w- I mean so I wouldn't I know, like we always go until when they're outside. I wouldn't drop like a head of lettuce in with your baby chicks though. No, like, yeah, definitely I, like start with like the mushy things, like the blueberries and the strawberry. You know yeah, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah, I'd wait a give it a give it a time for like yeah. the big. Like some or like people watermelon, will, I yeah, guess. Some yeah. people will string up like a head of lettuce yeah, for I, entertainment yeah. or something. I I definitely wait till they're at least yeah. pullet size, but no, that's yeah, I guess different snacks and treats are Yeah. Mealworms are a great option. And they're usually dried too, so you can yeah, do that. Those crunch up really nice if yeah. you think they're too big. Um I mean if you can get your hands on like dried crickets or dried bugs. That's what I'd suggest for treats for smaller sure. birds. I'd probably just avoid soft fruits and vegetables until they're older. But I don't know. It's a, I, I'm sure there's some science behind it that I heard at one point in time, but I'm not smart like that, so I don't no, know. No, I mean, that's great. Okay, and I think there was one. How many years or seasons does it take? Okay, how many years slash seasons do hens lay eggs they will lay probably five years but but they just like humans yeah produce less eggs per year yeah um and so um pretty soon you're gonna have some we call them geriatric it's a thing geriatric hens that are literally just freeloaders yeah, freeloaders and living out their retired lifestyle. Yep. You'll get an egg every once in a while, but so I guess when they, I mean, they can lay for yeah. five or six years or whatever, but they usually peak mm-hmm. at like their second year. Second or third, yeah. And then it goes downhill from there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in what I, I guess what we mean by that, like, let's say you have a chicken that lays an egg every single day. So in her top prime production, she is laying seven eggs a week. She's, on her lifetime, she's probably going to lay three to 320 per year. Sure. Mm-hmm. So after, as that season starts to slow down, she'll probably be laying, what, you think, four? Yeah. Probably four, four a week. At that season. You know, mm-hmm. just winding it down. And then the next one, you'll probably get three, two or three yeah. a week. You know what I mean? So it just slightly, it declines over time. So, I mean, that's why I was saying the whole entire time, pretty much this whole thing, get more chicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So once 
once this chick is already, like, you know, laying her best lifestyle, you should be raising chicks so that her next season, when she slows down, that's when yours are going to start picking it up. And so you never really have a dip in that. So I guess, it, you know, if your township only lets you have six chickens, (laughs) you know, you got to figure out. Maybe start a year and, like, Start a year and get a chicken. Start a year and get a chicken. Yeah, or I mean, just rotate them out, you know? Um, I will say, uh, so the feed company that I predominantly represent actually is coming up with a geriatric chicken feed. Oh, my god! I'm not lying. They're doing the research for it. Um, because of so many, many people like keeping retired chickens. chickens. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But can I tell you the secret? All it is is increasing the protein again. So... And decreasing, still probably, so decreasing the protein, but probably keeping the same calcium. Increasing the protein, but decreasing the calcium, yeah. Yeah, okay. So. That's crazy. So what, you know what that is? (laughs) Increasing protein and decreasing calcium is basically chick feed. So. Yeah. If you are dealing with old roosters or old hens um that you would like to have live their best life it's chick food switch back to chick food mm-hmm. and give them free choice oyster and you got yourself a happy hen so just i never thought about it that way that's good. don't thing. tell my feed company i told you all those <laughs> answers but that's probably your best option yeah no that's awesome um and then it says will i know when my chicks are fully feathered yes and I feel like that was a good question because they do go in a lot of different stages and they do also molt several times a year. Sure. Their first year. I think it's uh, it's pretty visual. I mean, there's in your whatever space your chicks are in is going to be incredibly dusty. Um, yeah. Because they, we call it the chicken fluff. Uh-huh. The chicken dust, some people call it. Uh, you will see a visual difference. Usually the yellow fluffy chickens turn into like a white Mm-hmm. feathered chicken and it's fun to see their yeah. colors and even their first set of feathers I don't think are even really like what they're gonna look like right yeah we call them the teenage chickens at our yes. house the awkward teenagers <laughs> yeah um but yeah you you'll be able to see a visual difference but yeah I don't know does that answer the question yeah <laughs> no I mean they go from cute adorable chicks to tiny full-grown chickens yeah like the ones with the feathers on it and but I guess what I'm saying, like, these questions that are, like, simple to me, I can see, like, if you don't know what you're, what yeah. to expect, these were great, like, things to check off. Mm-hmm. For Absolutely. sure. Now, I had someone message me, I need to find it on my phone, if either one of us I fermented our feed. Yeah. Did you I see had... my response? No, I didn't. Oh, shoot. Okay. Sorry. No, it's all right. What did you say? <laughs> um, well, the question, I think it was... The question was, let me pull it up. I got it right. Have you ladies ever fermented chicken feed pellets leading up to winter to increase egg production? Oh. So. Wow. That was an interesting twist on that. We did. Do we talk about fermented feed a little we bit? Did. I think we did. Maybe the first round, not this round. Yeah. Um. So. Fermented feed is, I think, basically where you take your food and you soak it in water mm-hmm. for X amount of time, and it uh, increases the nutrients in it, makes your feed last a little bit longer. It will blah, naturally, blah, blah. it's got natural sugars in it, and that is where your fermentation is going to come from by the 
from like the aged Thank sugars you. yeah the science behind You're that welcome. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so that's kind of what fermenting feed is um but i've never heard of it as in directly saying that they were using it to increase winter production i always from my understanding with fermenting just about anything it messes with your gut it doesn't really mess with your like for humans sure for um changing the compounds in a food sure it's naturally going to change what's going to happen to whatever living creature's gut yeah so i mean while i think that it would probably deliver nutrients better faster Mm -hmm. more whatever great um I don't know if does it really like increase the protein structures you know what I mean does it would it make it have more protein it wouldn't I don't know it would change it but it wouldn't increase it so anyways so I said that not really for increasing winter production I think anytime you're giving an animal more nutrients I think is always great but the lane has to do with the time of day in the daylight hours yeah it doesn't have anything to do with food right i mean food's always going to help your animals be the best that they can be to be in their you know fighting shape but it's really more the daylight hours for winter would you agree i do agree with that 100 percent. okay so from the 5.7 research 5.7 second research that i just found online it just it just confirmed that the idea that fermentation really just helps your gut, your stomach acids absorb nutrients differently, some to say better. So I'm guessing yeah. it's going to do the same thing in your chicken food. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess I think the biggest reason to ferment would be to, if you're wanting to reduce your feed because it okay. expands it. Sure. Yeah. So but like, I wouldn't say that fermenting it would help your winter production. No, I agree with that. And I don't know, my chickens are not, that's a lot of work. I thought about it briefly. To to ferment? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you have to do it for a specific a lot of time. I mean. You'd have to have like buckets. With like the a size of system. chickens that I would mm-hmm. have to do, I'd have to do five gallons at a time. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's a lot. <laughs> and I'm one of those feed them and forget them for a week kind of situations. Because yeah. I only keep five or six and I fill my huge feeder all the way to the top put a lid on it and they go to town for a week and then i check it so no we are getting so many eggs it's crazy i uh, posted on my blog last week a freaking delicious egg salad sandwich really has cream cheese in it it's amazing Um, i'm really sorry but it's got it's delicious anyway okay so questions are done. Yeah, I think those are really great ones. I think they're awesome. And I think it's important for people to ask us questions like that because we are, I'm going to say, pretty experienced with chickens. So we forget that. Of what it's of the, like to start the things? Yeah, to start it all over again. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, thank goodness you weren't with me the last couple weeks when, or an expert in rabbits when I was blowing up Jason's phone. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I think she had babies. What do I do? You know, like, and this guy's probably like, geez, who gave her a rabbit and told him to have babies if she doesn't even know what she's doing, you know? Well, that means in two weeks when we get a rabbit, I'm going to be like, Leanna, what do You know, and that's what you do. I think that's exactly what you do. You go and you live through the things and you ask the people who have already done that and then you 
learn. Pass over the information. You know oh my God. <laughs> it's just like a cycle. I mean, we literally just had baby pigs a couple weeks ago. Hashtag and I... breaking right into current <sighs> events. That's so, so cute. Oh my gosh. There's nothing better than baby pigs. But I was calling you, do you have iodine? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm Googling. I have no internet out there. And like, <laughs> we've got towels. And Jake's like, I think I'm rubbing them off. And I'm like, do we have to do that? Do they? Do- Who does this? You know, like. <laughs> no, I And now it. when all the people pick up their pigs and do their adventures and stuff like that, they're going to message me the same thing. And I'll. Yeah. Be like, it's what? just. This one I learned. That's the thing is you start off as a beginner and then you're a pro. <laughs> so Maple and Apple yes, had babies. They did have babies. That's amazing. Mm. How many did they have? Okay, so Apple was the first one that had them. She had five and all of hers were brown and white spotted. Oh, yeah. And then Maple, she's ginger herself. And so she had seven, five ginger and black in two brown and white wow but what's interesting about these cooney coonies is that they have the waddles that are on the side of their chin like those little fat sacks yeah nothing and so the boar's dad did not have them okay and maple did not have them Mm -hmm. so all of maple's ginger and black babies did not have waddles Hmm. but her two brown and white ones did have waddles wow and you can tell if they're male and female. Oh, very, yeah, very easy. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, it, you just lift a tail. Poof. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So we, and then all together it was six boys and six girls. So perfect. I know it was perfect. Wow. Uh, they're so cute though. Yeah. Ugh. I watched. So Ugh. I you posted. Uh, well, when this post you posted today that um well. Okay, I screwed up all the day. Just disregard that. But you posted today, today, Monday. Okay. That you were. I don't know. You're that the for sale. Today. That was today. That was today. And like they're going fast. They are going fast. They're like I think there's only like one or two left. They're going fast. Yes. And um, so they were adorable though. Oh I mean, I was looking at like, oh my gosh. They were so oh. They were, they were good. I, like, this week so far, I just told Jake, I said, throw the whole farm away. I'm doing baby pigs. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is nothing better than baby pigs. I heard baby goats are something oh, to be. No, I can't even imagine <laughs> anything being <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, there's, it's so great. That, baby pigs and kittens. Oh, yeah. Baby kittens. Puppies are cute until they start biting. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, even, so they're two weeks now. Sure. And they're getting pretty speedy. And I still have the cameras in there because I'm nervous. And, like, I'll see them start to fight and wrestle. And they'll, like, squeal a little bit all high pitch. And, like, you know, sometimes I watch them, like, oh, and they're such good mamas, too. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You just don't have to watch just TV anymore. You just over watch the cameras. It. Like, you know, so the biggest fear that I've heard is that the moms will roll over and crush the babies. And, like, I wish you could see it. You know what they do? Like, the mom comes in and she, like, snorts, snorts, snorts. And then the babies are, like, you know, all <laughs> little tiny high-pitched. <laughs> They're so cute. But anyways, all the babies will start to try to, like, find her to nurse. You yeah. know what I mean? And she's still standing up. So she, like, keeps moving in a circle. And then she, like, starts to snort and, like, kind of, like, 
roll over, like yeah. just kind of like scoot her back legs in. Yeah. And then she like plops down, but they've already been, you know, nursing on the outside. So like, she's so careful that oh. she's not just going to roll over on them. Oh, oh. so sweet. They're so great. <laughs> oh man. So what yeah. else has happened on your farm? Well, we, um, had babies and then we brought in two more full grown oh. ones. Yeah. That so, was our sec- our top secret news that the Facebook world doesn't know about yet. Ooh, yeah. So, Have they been good? Have they yeah, been- they've been great. We've they've gone on a little diet. Wow. You know, slim yeah. down, trim down, get them in their fight and weight. There you go. And uh, yeah, they're they want to let you know all about the meals they're missing. They're but- <laughs> angry. <pigs. laughs> they're talkative. They're loud, but they're great. I'm excited for it. So I'm hoping uh, soon that we can pair them. Perfect. And just have more babies. I saw on, on, uh, where did I see it? Oh, someone tagged me the other day. They're like, there was a potbelly pig that was needing a home. Yeah. In Peoria. Yeah. And someone messaged me and they're like, it would be a great pet for your, I was like, (laughs) nope. No. And I almost messaged you and then I was like, no, she's got no room. Nope. I have no room. And I have... (laughs) I have, it's so sad, I have no love for nothing but coonies, like. Yeah, don't give me any pot bellies, there no, would be no pot bellies. Oh, gosh, I have to tell you a story later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they are the best. They oh, are so good. I don't have much news because I don't have a farm really to talk about. But oh. we did do seedling. We started seeds this week. Yes. Have you done that oh, yet? Oh, no, and I haven't even ordered my seeds yet. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I but I was nervous because uh so we're getting ready to leave on a trip and I was like this is dumb why do I do this and my mom's like no I will water them it's fine because yeah I heard you need to get your tomatoes planted by April 1st too yeah I don't know so little stuff like that I just go and buy up here at the FFA sale and hopefully they had them in by the first no I'm the same way they do great yeah I agree that's how I've done most of my herbs and tomatoes and peppers the last few years so I I am not a good seed starter, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like my plants are puny. Yeah. And I don't, they just look deficient. Sure. You Uh, know, like all around. They just not, not great. Yeah. I, the only thing that I got last year to grow from seed successfully. Yeah. Was zinnias. Flowers. I have no trouble with green beans. Yeah, that's probably, I, I'm doing sunflowers this year too, the Monmouth ones. Oh, okay. To like tie to my porch for the girls. Mm, that would be really pretty. And, uh, so we're going to see about those, but Nathan always chopped those down with the mower. He, we never really got to see uh. if we were actually good at them or not. <laughs> Maybe but, I'll do sunflowers around the peacocks. That sounds pretty. Ooh, that sounds cool. And yeah. high and tall. Shady. Yeah, that sounds nice, but they would like that. <laughs> the only, I don't have any other... Big news. We're gearing up around here a lot for lots of restaurant work. Oh, hi, but you have chick days coming up. Yeah, I was going to say lots of restaurant work and then getting ready for a slew of people coming. I'm so excited. So I'll be there. The other day, that (laughs) last Friday, it was super funny. Um, My mom and dad were going up to visit someone, my grandma, in Springfield, and she calls me, and she's like, Someone just called in and talked about your chick day on the radio. Uh, and I was like, oh, 
no what happened and the lady on the radio wanted to take her girls to uh like a chick day somewhere and they she wanted to know where and someone called in and said take them to Winegar's country that's awesome and but she didn't know the day or the time so i called that radio station and i was like hey i heard you needed to know and they're like hold on wait we have other questions so they put me on that's hold. awesome and then we recorded a little segment where i talked about chicks oh my gosh what a fantastic opportunity are you kidding so if oh my I gosh have, it's gonna be busy yeah, if i have a random slew of people that just want to come and look at the chicks that's why but that's awesome we are gonna have to do a number system because of i mean it's gonna be it is not going to be COVID friendly in here. Yeah. And so for I'm sure. nervous about that, like having to deal with that. We're we're going to have to like put mask stuff everywhere. Yeah. Like wear your mask, social distance. I don't I don't know the right thing to do. But That's so tough. Oh my gosh. <gasps> max capacity in this space. I don't really know if that's a thing, but we'll figure yeah, well, it out. Well, it's COVID's max capacity is a little different. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we've got spring break coming up, and I'm excited about that. We're, I just want to sleep. We're leaving. <laughs> we are going to Florida. That's exciting. I'm just ready for the sunshine. We're all supposed to get tattoos, too, but uh, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. <laughs> we do weird things on vacation. Every time somebody tells me that they're leaving out of state, I instantly is like, what can I have them bring back? What eggs can I have them? Because mm. I've, like, tried to get all of my family... So I'm like, hey, show me your route. And, like, if I can get the person to meet them within five miles, they'll go. They'll pick it up. I got Nashville, Birmingham. Don't tease me. I will. If you find somebody, we will stop. I don't know what I want, but. <laughs> Just don't make me do, like, an ostrich or something well, in the so car like, with normally, my family. Normally, like, the rules of my in-laws or my parents are nothing live. Okay. Like, just, so it's my, I'm really only limited to, like, eggs only. Yeah, that's true. Which is fine, but, like, the one time I asked my dad to get me some eggs, the guy met up with us and was like, can you just take her this rooster, too? <gasps> no! And my dad's like, oh, she, uh, does she need it? You know what I mean? He didn't know. And I'm no. like, no. Oh, but wow. it was fine. He's great. But, like, you know, I feel bad. Hmm. Now it's seizing me because he's like, well, she'll get this Monday. And that was, like, two days from now. And he's like, uh, he needs to eat before then. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, she'll get it tomorrow. He's like, uh, no, probably tonight. And so my dad drove 24 hours straight through to deliver this stupid-ass rooster. <laughs> and I'm like, if you're going to pawn a rooster off on somebody, at least give him food and water. So yeah. he's, like, set in a trunk for <laughs> Oh, I felt so bad, but he was fine. He was great. Everybody was fine, but <laughs> gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, I felt really bad about that. Oh, wow. Well. You know, was... nobody wants to listen to chicks chirp for like the 18 hours that they're, you know, so oh, yeah. eggs is eggs are easy. Is it? I wouldn't like, as much as I'd be like, bring home a goat. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that to anybody. <laughs> we won't have room for a goat because we're driving. No, I mean. Oh, I guess like. My children would love it because they'd put diapers on it and it would sit in the back oh, seat. Oh, my gosh. We brought a pig today at school. <laughs> yeah? One of the teachers wanted to see one of our pigs, and so I, like, had it. and so tiny, and Gabe rode with it home the whole way. <laughs> and, I mean, it was just the cutest 
Oh my gosh, there's nothing cuter than. Yep. So that's us. Well, any any other new uh. Any other things on the horizon for you guys? Uh, well, I'm currently incubating royal palm turkey eggs, which I've never done before. That'll Heard be that turkey great. eggs are really hard to hatch. Oh. And I'm also incubating uh, Sebastopol goose eggs. <gasps> I got eggs. You got eggs. I got eggs. That's fantastic. So and those yeah. are like the big, they look like they're wearing a frilly dress. Oh, they're gorgeous. Yes. yes. I've yeah. seen one or two of those. That's yeah. hysterical. But they is fancy. So I thought I ordered chicks Yeah. already. And then I was like, you know what? What if something like takes one of mine? Like, boom. There's only a short season that they get them. So um, I think that they come in like three weeks. Okay. And then the eggs should take about four weeks to hatch. So, I mean, they should be very close yeah. to. Okay. The same age, but I'm secretly hoping that I can have a shotgun goose, and I want one to, like, ride in the passenger seat with me, like, yes. everywhere I go. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to be like, come on, whatever his name is, and then he's just going to be like, ah, you know, and, <laughs> like, follow me in the feed store, and, like, <laughs> you know, I just, that's what I want. <laughs> so I used bad. to have, uh, was it my first chick day? I had an Easter egger that, yes. like, was, it was, like, held back. And her name was Esther, and Esther she she would follow me around the store, like, and then, yeah. like, we would deal with the whole, like, I gotta put you back before you freeze to death situation. Because you're a baby chicken, you need heat. <laughs> but, yeah, she would just sit on the, she would fall asleep on the, uh, uh, in the sun next to the windows. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, she was Esther. That's what I'm saying. You should do it. But I feel like people that have geese are probably just laughing like she has no idea <laughs> what this goose is really gonna be like <laughs> you oh, know what funny. I mean oh. but I don't care I, that's what I want I'm gonna Ooh. try it we've got bunnies that are coming for your chick days yep we got baby pigs that's exciting we got seed babies that's yeah you did <laughs> you know I did something um <laughs> just cut this out and add this to the other part we, I'm trying something new this year, too, is I'm forcing bulbs. Have you ever forced bulbs before where you, like, put, you don't bury the bulbs, but you just put them in water and they, like, grow on their own? Okay. So. And then what? And, like, they'll grow into full tulips and irises and stuff. In water. In water instead of. Sure. So I'm, I'm doing that because since we just moved into this house, I didn't get any of my bulbs planted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm doing it this way. All right. Um, I mean, I think that's just, like, propagating plants, right? I feel like it is. Do There's, you remember last fine. year when everybody, you know, back when the whole world was shutting down and then all the, like, crazy people came out and decided to be plant people? Yeah. There's not a lot of plants left yeah. anymore. Like, I feel like I go to the store and I'm like, eh, I've already got those. All of those. <laughs> Every single one. Yes. Yeah. I get that. I I get that. Yeah. It's going to be like, a. it's already a jungle in my house, so now i got to wait for it to be warm so it can be jungle outside. Exactly. And that's by adding more plants, not taking your inside <laughs> plants outside. Yeah. Oh, goodness. It All happens right. every time. Well... Yep. We'll have more exciting, fun things to talk about. As always. Always. Next episode, I know you're going to be waited in bated breath. 
We're talking about barks and meows. You're welcome. The cat's whiskers. It's raining cats and dogs. I have a friend that always says that. That's awesome. Okay, bye friends. If you like what you heard today, you can find us at We Chose the Farm on Facebook and Instagram. And to find Hinkle Homestead directly, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Google at Hinkle Homestead. Want to visit the Weiniger Farms? You can find us mainly on Instagram at Weiniger Farms. Or jump over to our website at WeinigerFarms.com. See you later! <laughs>